I wanna be the very best. Welcome to the socialist. To pod is the real test. Okay, that's I lost it already, guys. Got to come up with our own music, cause you know I don't want to pay for the copyright. I'm speechless. You hit all the notes. Well, I'm still. I'm still, uh, overcoming, uh, in quotations, cold right now. I, I, I don't want to admit over air I have COVID. Because that will affect all my, uh, Twitter stances, so. Don't want to ruin that. And just also as a disclaimer, I'm still trying to get over my stomach ache because I had Culver's four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't been to Culver's. <laughs> I need to go to Culver's just so I can talk to, to Keegan's dad. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not going to let that go. Well, be uh, inspi- be inspired like Go-Go or whoever it is from Dragon Ball Z and overcome it. Goku. Goku, whatever. Well, we are glad to have Hunter back with us. We got the whole gang today. Uh, I think this is one of the pods we were talking about before even the podcast started. So we are really excited to announce we're doing a Pokemon pod today. Let's go! And uh, we're going to be doing a different format that we've never done today too. And I'm I'm really excited about this format. Uh, Hunter, you want to share what we're doing today? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do a... First generation Pokemon draft. So what's going to happen is similar to a fantasy basketball draft or a fantasy football draft. We're going to go through and draft six different Pokemon in a snake-like order and try and put together the best possible team. And we're going to talk about why we pick certain picks, who we think is the best. And ultimately, we want to be able to get some input back to see what everyone else thinks and who has the best Pokemon team. Are the legendary birds first generation? I gotta know. The legendary birds are first generation, new to new first generation as well. Okay, so our canines off the table, the unknown. Arcanine is on the table. Arcanine? Unknown, unknown is second generation. Okay. I'm already getting nervous because you both know way more about this than I do. <laughs> I just, I just balled out. I just played the game every summer. <laughs> Matt made like 11 Pokemon references last pod. <laughs> Keegan had one of those books. He would go to the store and buy the walkthrough books, and he knew where all the potions were hidden, and that was not me. I'll be honest, for Christmas, I was bought by my sister-in-law, and then, does that count as a brother-in-law? Whoever she's married to? I don't know. Anyways, they bought me the Art of Competitive Pokemon book for Christmas. Is that, oh, you, I, is that you flipping it live? Yeah, that's it. Do you hear it? 
Is that the ultimate flex? <laughs> He's like flipping this like expert book live. Like, yeah, you guys are done for. I have We're it. We're gonna get this. I have it. We're gonna get a. With my first pick, I pick Mr. Mime, and then he's gonna go into all the stats of Mr. Mime and why he's the best. <laughs> I feel like great choice. Up next on Undisputed, why Mr. Mime is the best Pokemon. And not what I want, Mr. Mime. <laughs> I'm choosing Mr. Mime. <laughs> We've got Matt Camlin, little shout out. He'll appreciate that. He'll love it. Okay, so uh, what's the order here? So we haven't decided the order yet, but we have a process. And I have pulled up on Google a dice roll. And so what we're going to do is just figure out who goes first. So I think what we'll do is we'll start with Keegan, and then go Matt, and then go me. If there's any ties, then we're just going to do a re-roll between the two. Does that sound fair? Before we roll, Matt, how confident are you in this? In what? my roll? Or Hunter's <laughs> trustworthiness? In Hunter's trustworthiness with the dice roll. Um, I haven't seen him in quite a few years, so I'm not super trustworthy, but more trustworthy with Hunter than you or me. <laughs> ah, Matt, you rolled Snake Eyes. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> this will just one die um, it has on here. It doesn't have an option for... Wait, does it? So you just want me to pick odds or evens or what? No, I think we're just going to... We're just doing highest number. Alright. Roll away. I'll take it. Give me a six. So Keegan, with the first roll, gets a two. Oh, it's rigged now. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so two for Keegan. Uh, For Matt, rolls a four. (laughs) And then I'm going to roll here. Watch it. I I roll a six. Of course he did. <laughs> Two four six. No Two four six. Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Let me close my tab that I didn't have opened. <laughs> oh man, we can re-roll it. No, no, no. Do that. No, but low key, I got the pick I wanted. So okay, perfect. Perfect. So, how the draft is going to go. So, I will choose first. Keegan will choose second. Matt will choose third. And then, Matt will choose the fourth. Keegan the fifth. And then, me the sixth. Just like your typical snake draft. That sounds good. Let's get fired up with some techno before we start drafting. Mr. Brown, hit it! The Socialists. you guys heard Pokemon Techno, it hits differently, as the kids say these days. Haven't listened to Pokemon Techno, but I have listened to, like, the Lofi hip-hop, but they have, like, a Pokemon version. Okay. It's really good. Well, I'm ready. And just to clarify, I'm gonna... I think... Did we mention... uh, So we're gonna post also the teams for all three of us, and we're going to see what the fans think 
has the best team. Yeah, I think this is going to be really fun. All right. Well, I think the fans will vote for my team the best because uh, before we get started, let's list our Pokemon resume. Uh, so uh, I've been following Pokemon since I was seven years old. Uh, I avidly collected the cards for the first two to three generations. Uh, I've played Pokemon Red, uh, Blue, Silver, Gold, and Sapphire. Uh, I had a short break until I was 16, and me and my friend, Mr. Brown, who does our techno, uh, got right back into it. We went to some pawn shops and bought the Pokemon games. Uh, once again, I took a break, and then Pokemon Go brought back my interest in Pokemon. It was one of the coolest moments when everyone just got back into Pokemon all at once. And then I sold my Charizard card for 75 bucks on eBay to help pay for my wedding. So that ended my Pokemon era. Never, it's a pretty good you resume. Failed to, you failed to mention your college era. Are you ashamed? Or? No, that, the college era is the Pokemon Go. What about the playing it on your laptop while watching... Oh, that! And eating Taco Bell every night. I was gonna save that little story for the end. Uh, oh, sorry. No, no, the little preview. Basically, we believe that if you play Pokemon in college, you would get a girlfriend and get married. And we have concrete evidence it works. Basically, I'll I'll give a one other spoiler, but basically. Matt Mickelson and Charizard are responsible for Keegan getting married when he did. Several people getting married, not just me. <laughs> that, that's true. I don't even think you know about the others following me. <laughs> <laughs> when I get to the next life, that's what Heavenly Father's going to say. He's like, he's going to say, you didn't bring many souls unto me through baptism, it was through marriage. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, hey, whatever works. Whatever works. I knew my purpose. Well, that's my Pokemon resume. What's yours, Matt? Uh, you started when you were seven. Uh, so I, I started when I was six. Of course. So a little bit more. <laughs> 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 um, I, I mean, I can't remember the specific age that I started. My brother was, was big into it. Um, I actually just sent both of you a, a text message along with... I'm a, I'm a collector of many things, um, so I still actually have all my Pokemon cards. Same. Uh, so I got my holographic Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise, um, all the originals, got some first editions. Um, mainly just played the game, never got Game Boy game, never really got into the show, never got into GameCube, anything like that. And then my my relationship with Pokemon was kind of like Keegan's up and down and all over the place, and then played it again in college, which I guess will save the story for the end, and now I'm here, and I'm nervous for this draft, because I didn't realize I was going to be doing it with two experts, but it'll be fun. I like it. I should throw in, I still have my Game Boy Color with the Pokemon games, and it works. That's so, so wild. Mine too. Mm -hmm. Mine too. That Japanese tech. And then uh, 
Hunter, the guy who's flipped through his book five times that we won't be able to edit out of the podcast now. Uh, what's your Pokemon resume? <laughs> oh, it's, it's pretty small. <laughs> pretty modest about it. <laughs> That's like the ultimate. Oh, pull up my pants. <laughs> so, I, same with y'all. I started super young as a kid. My, I remember my first introduction to Pokemon is that my grandfather and father uh, bought me the like the Game Boy Color and yeah. they had bought me the like Pikachu Pokemon edition and bought me those original like yellow, red um, and blue. Some of the best ever. Some of the best ever and I had played for years. I played all the way up until Generation 5 which was black and white and then they had two in between and then about two years ago, they came out with the eighth generation, which was Sword and Shield, and so got back into it. I uh, went and bought like a little Switch just so I could play like Pokemon Sword and just have that nostalgia and experience with it. Um, and I had found out that there's this whole competitive scene and that people play internationally in world championships. And so I'd done some research with it. It's super fascinating. And so um, still play a little bit. Today, even it's super fun to me. I love it. And I will be hanging up now because I. Really <laughs> now I want to clarify my expert label. Uh, if you put a gun to my head and said, "Keegan, name a Pokemon in the third generation or beyond," you'd have to kill me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so my I, t- I we used a Max Kellerman shout out earlier. He does the whole cliff thing. Pokemon basically was a cliff for me after the second generation. I just, I completely could care less after that. And and I suspect a lot of people are that way. They're, they're very familiar with the first generation, maybe the second. And then that, pretty much with like the games, right? Like the Game Boy games? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, those first three generations, I'd even throw Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald into there as well. That's true, uh, I did play Sapphire. Those ones, I, but after that, like... Yeah, I would agree with that. There would be some fall-off. All right. Well, I'm ready. Uh, I got a little sound for you, Hunter, before you start. Play it. With the first draft of the 2022 Socialist Pokemon Draft, Hunter L. selects. So my first pick is going to be Mewtwo. <laughs> that is my first pick. Uh, very strong pick. One of the 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 most powerful legendary group. That's a hard one to pass up. Can I employ Team Rocket if I'm battling your team? <laughs> With Mewtwo, I am Team Rocket. So <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you seen Mewtwo Returns? Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm talking. See, I'm referencing Pokemon movies. That's for. That's how good we're gonna get today. That's true. Gosh. I mean, that's like picking Tom Brady, right? It's just kind of like. Okay. Michael Jordan or LeBron James, depending on whose side you're on. Matt. Yeah, LeBron James. Okay, LeBron James it is. Wow. Well. 
Mewtwo did choke against Team Rocket, so that's <laughs> that is fair. Ah, uh, it's so good. You don't even have to justify your pick. I know. Uh this is this is where it'll get interesting. This is where it'll get interesting. I feel like the next five to six are definitely up for interpretation. For sure. Actually, probably the next ten. Should I go with like a hot take of why it was a bad pick here? Get creative. No. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'll start calling you Keegan Skip Call. <laughs> Skip Call? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to choose Mewtwo first. I mean, I, I, yeah. I would have felt the same for either one of you guys. So yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, obviously, you know, with all the Pokemon in mind, it's kind of labeled as the most powerful Pokemon. Uh, Hunter, you might be able to answer this. I I mean, beyond the second and third generations. Uh, I mean, is Mewtwo still kind of like the GOAT? Yeah, it's it's really strong. Like, when you start getting into third generation, when you introduce Kyogre, Groudon, and Rayquaza, their longevity just in Pokemon, and especially on the competitive side, is just... They have a, an amazing career. They do extremely well. Right. I mean, <laughs> Matt, you're probably thinking, he probably could just, like, listed off some, like, random <laughs> names, and we'd be like, we'd be like, yeah, yeah I agree. I actually, I actually, I actually do know all those Pokemon. I have heard those names. I just had to do it for the, the content. Oh, yeah. Drawing for content is a great approach to any sort of writing, video, anything like that, so. I couldn't tell you what they looked like, though. Are they the random ones in Sapphire you try to go after? The random ones? They're not random. <laughs> well, no, like the... Like, yeah, like the whole game is based. Yeah, the whole game is based on those ones, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I do know them, man. I so you playing Sapphire, like, you are going for Kyogre. That's right, like, okay. Like, the main one. <laughs> Alright, that's all... There's not much more we can say on Mewtwo. Any? No. Maybe no. for the non-Pokemon fans, can you kind of explain what Mewtwo is and why he's so good? Yeah, so Mewtwo just is this legendary Pokemon that was created. Just It was created to be just the most powerful within their small little Pokemon universe that it has this te these telekinetic powers and just is very influential, has mind reading, can communicate with humans. Like, it is just it's very, very strong. Yeah, he's... He doesn't skip like that. <laughs> <laughs> he has no weakness. It is, yep. He's more machine than man. <laughs> Alright, so Keegan, should we have you take the second pick? It was Matt, wasn't it? No. Um, oh. Yeah, I thought we were going. Oh yeah, it was. You're right. It was Matt. Is next. Keegan rolled a zero. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. With my pick, I'm probably gonna go. He's one of my favorites. 
Um, I'm gonna go with Dragonite. Yeesh. Dragonite. It's a solid pick. Is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. For, for the number two. He's, well, I, I mean, mean, he's he's the strongest dragon in all of Generation One. He's literally like the Pokemon that um, the final dude in the Elite Four. What's his name? Lance. Uh huh. Like he's the main Pokemon that you have to beat in order to beat the Elite Four. Um, I mean, what else do you want to know? He's like the <laughs> he's like the last ultimate Pokemon that you got to beat to win the game. I don't think Dragonite's bad. He's he's definitely one of the top tiers. I just what you left on the table for me, I'm thrilled. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean Matt has the Dragonite card. It's a solid pick. Oh, Dragonite's so cool. I just I remember like just trying so hard to try and finding a Dratini to then spend sixty levels trying to level it up into a Dragonite. I remember the first time playing the the eighth gym, and then the gym leader pulls out a Dragonite and just wastes me, and I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> what is that?" If I got a Pokemon match on the line, I just don't feel a clutch gene from Dragonite. It's got like the uh, personality of a puppy in a dragon's body. You're it's the, the best. You're, you're the same person who says LeBron's not clutch, even though he has the most game winners and the highest game. I don't say that. <laughs> No, Dragonite the, is the baby the face assassin. It, he's like a puppy in a dragon's body. Baby face assassin. So you're gonna face Mewtwo, and you're like, send in Dragonite. Dra Mewtwo's like, all right, over. <laughs> no, it'll be a good fight. I mean, Mewtwo's obviously the best, but who else are you gonna put up against him? Anyone would. I, I will tell you with my third pick. Charizard! No, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Go. Third pick. Number three. Mew! The original! No. Mew won. <laughs> um, if you watch, if you watch the original Pokemon, Hunter, you have to admit, Mew holds his own against Mewtwo. Mew holds his own. Does. I'm not saying he's better. I'm not saying he's better. It's like a cooler form of Ditto. In the mm -hmm. game, in the game, you can beat Mew with Pikachu. Like, just hit him with the chat. Like, yeah, when it's like level one. This, this is, have you ever, have you ever seen the NBA, like, top 50 players draft and Charles Barkley takes Allen Iverson with his first pick? That's what like, the Mew pick reminds me of. <laughs> no, it's not! <laughs> he was like, wow, Dra Dragonite's a puppy. Then he picks Mew. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty true. I'll give you that. <laughs> I just see, like... So, I'm making my picks based off y'all's picks, because I'm trying to win here, right? If you're trying to pick... If you're trying to take on Mewtwo here, your best option is Mew. Come on, Hunter, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I'm already winning if you guys are trying to build your teams just to beat me, so... I'm not. <laughs> and then, and then Mew, well, then Mew would take down Dragonite, no problem. I mean, that that that's not even a problem whatsoever. Well, but uh, yeah, I just think, I mean, there's a case Mew is better than Mewtwo in some ways. 
Mewtwo. There's really not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no uh, Mewtwo is very emotional, lets his anger and ego get to him. Mew is very humble, respects its power, it's more natural. Uh, you know, who's to say what? We don't know how Mewtwo, the mutation in him, is going to be long term. It could end up being very bad for him and it could, and it could break him down. Uh, it, it's easy, it's interesting that you're bringing morality into Pokemon battles. <laughs> and, uh... Like, you know, Mew just wait because he's more humble. He's just <laughs> steadfast. <laughs> God, to his fellow men. <laughs> he, has, he has more faith than Mew, too. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna sit here and just be like, oh, it's over because he got Mew, too. It's like, no, I picked Mew who can hold his own. And with yeah. a with a careful strategy, Mew combined with my next pick and other picks will defeat Hunter. That's great. So uh, I mean, uh, what's your next pick? I mean, the next pick is probably the goat favorite. It's so easy, Charizard. Uh, right. I feel like Charizard is just probably your one that can is not afraid to go up against any Pokemon. Uh, no fear in it. Uh, he's just epic. Uh, Doesn't he die if it rains outside? Well, I mean, Mew will block it out with his psychic powers, <laughs> so I'm not worried about that. Uh, so Mew's an umbrella? Exactly. They work hand in hand. Oh, okay. He's too small. He's too small. That's a tiny umbrella. <laughs> We're not going to attack Charizard here, right? <laughs> no, Charizard is legit. My, Charizard's my a good choice. My only problem is that you picked him after me. You should have gave him the respect and picked him first. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make Matt feel he was so close to getting him. Getting who? Charizard. But, I, I mean, I thought for sure Matt would pick Charizard for this two pick, so. Uh, about it, interesting uh, draft committees. Uh, Charizard is taking it personally, and he's going to destroy Dragonite. Uh, Charizard, Charizard's a good pick. It's a good pick. One of the most emotional moments in Pokemon TV history is when Charizard takes on Magmar, and Magmar throws him in the lava, and you're like, oh my gosh, is, it, is this the end for Charizard? And then Charizard just comes out and just, like, destroys Magmar. Uh, I feel good about Charizard against any Pokemon, even Mewtwo. Charizard's really strong. We should do a podcast about most emotional moments. In uh, Pokemon, in Pokemon. <laughs> like either the the show or the or the movies, um, that yeah, that moment was crazy. But uh, yeah, I feel really good about Mew and Charizard. Uh, it's a good duo. I'm curious. Uh, I think Dragon Air is still available for Matt. So, <laughs> well, Venusaur and Blastoise, since those are his the cards that he has. Do uh, wait? So I. I pick, and then Hunter picks twice, and then I pick again. Is that correct? Correct. It is. You were just toting in the chat. You're like, middle pick's awesome. No, I was just justifying it, that it was fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just... It's definitely fair. If I could have chosen, I would have ch I would have picked pick three, so I could get those three and four. Because yeah, I would have chosen... I would have picked, because obviously you would not have picked Dragonite, so I would have gotten Dragonite. 
Um, at three or four, and then one of the starters. But it's all good. Yeah, good point. Um, I'm gonna get ready to for this one too. Um, I think he's the most underrated Pokemon. He's definitely the least cool out of the starters. But I'm going to pick Venusaur. Because, and I feel like I have to justify this because I already know where Keegan's at. I can hear him typing. He's probably like, that's an idiot, but. Venusaur just got burnt already. (laughs) (laughs) Venusaur is by far, like by far, the strongest grass Pokemon in Generation 1. But like, with Charizard and Blastoise, with, with Fire, Water, and all the other types, you have at least a more narrow gap. In between the strongest and the second strongest, um, not to mention from just like playing the game standpoint, gives you I feel like the biggest advantage as far as gym leaders are concerned. And, um, everything else of that nature, he's not the most cool pick, but Venusaur number two, he's still an OG, super strong, most underrated. That's my second pick. Hmm. Saying Venusaur is the best grass Pokemon is like saying Jamal Crawford's the best six man ever. It's like. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so many basketball references for Pokemon. This is the craziest crossover ever. Well, the problem is we make Pokemon references every other podcast. <laughs> so we can't make Pokemon references on a Pokemon. Pokemon. Fair. It, I mean, it is the strongest grass type. It, as it comes to, like, doing a run-through, the best starter for the beginning of the games, like, by far. I mean, you just instantly beat... Brock and Misty, just right out the gate, which is really solid. Yeah, it's a good, like, entry-level Pokemon if you're trying to win, like, little gym leaders. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, Venusaur's a cool one. Kind of interesting, I have this Pokemon Index thing pulled up on some Japanese website. Uh, it does have Dragonite at number two, so maybe I need to apologize. <laughs> Dragonite's a good pick. It's the only dragon type amongst its its line, and, and dragon types are notoriously the most broken typing. So, but uh, I'm scrolling down to Venusaur. Hmm, twenty three. <laughs> Michael Jordan's number or LeBron? Sorry, LeBron, if you're Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't remember that season. I, I thought he was 12. Oh, yeah, we, we forgot about 45. We also forgot about the Wizards. But keep going. Alright, Hunter. Yeah. Like, is this a Pokemon pod or a basketball pod? <laughs> Alright, so I have the next two picks, right? You do? Yeah. Okay, so my second pick, I'm going to choose Zapdos. Oh my gosh. You guys are leaving me all the good stuff. You're making it really easy for me to draft here. <laughs> they do make him look pathetic in the movie, though. Oh, man. Zapdos is so cool. Strongest of the other birds, by far. And uh, You think so? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It hits both of them for a lot. A lot. They both are, I mean, they're both flying types. It's an electric type. Does really well. Matt, what are the chances Zapdos accidentally hurts Mewtwo from, like, his chaotic electricity? Oh, these are trained Pokemon. 
No, you haven't beat all of the gyms yet, so you're going to go to attack and he's going to say... Zapdos <laughs> is not listening. Zapdos <laughs> is not listening. That's funny. Did he picked the Antonio Brown of Pokemon? I saw I saw a meme the other day that said the toddler is the closest thing to having a Pokemon you'll ever. They always get they always get hungry. They always need to sleep, and they'll never listen to you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you guys have toddlers. I don't have one of my own yet. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, I picked Zapdos, and then I feel like to round this out, I think it makes the most sense. I'm going to choose Blastoise, my third pick, so we have all, every, each one of us has all three, star, at least a starter. I think it's the mat, I think it's the Matic. Jeez, Blastoise. So this is, I mean, this is kind of cool, so like, Charizard's heard. Keegan he beats, Keegan beats Matt, Matt beats me, I beat Keegan, it's a little rock, paper, scissors. Hmm. How do we beat you again? <laughs> you say Venusaur can beat Blastoise. Oh yeah, I was thinking. Um... Mm. So those those are my picks: Zapdos and Blastoise, Z or Zapdos with two, Blastoise with three. Blastoise is one of the coolest looking Pokemon. Man, he's like a tank. cannons. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I wish he could flip them around like they were on his back and he would like jetpack around. That would be the coolest. I wish he could do that. But all he can do is like spit on the ground really fast like a breakdancer. Nah, he's just so intimidating. He is. Yeah, that's true. I just got a AMC ad on my Pokemon website. It's good to see. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so Matt with the third pick? Yeah. Matt, you sound like you're on a pirate ship out in the sea. I barely hear you. He, he's like pooping with the door open. Oh no, I have my headphones on. Can you hear me oh, now? Yeah, we can. There's like this strong background noise. Oh, I hear it too. But oh. Literally, I'm alone. Oh. Um, with my. What is this pick for me? Number three? Third pick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Gengar. Who? Oh. Oh. Gengar? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I love Gengar. It's it's so cool. I feel like out of all the the more powerful Pokemon, he's extremely unique. Yeah, um, he's a he's, ghost. Yeah, yeah, he's super difficult to kill for the most part. A lot of stuff, uh, a lot of different types of attacks are not effective. And I think at this point in the game, if I, if I want a chance at beating Hunter, I've already beat Keegan, if I want a chance at beating Hunter, <laughs> I need to throw in some some trickery. And, and he's he's one of my favorite. I think he's 
arguably one of the coolest. Straight yeah, so. yeah, Gengar is so cool. I uh, a funny little story. Um, when I was growing up, my dad had bought me and my brother like two like big Pokemon plushies, and so I had like a three foot tall Gengar like plushie pillow, and my brother had like a three foot tall Pikachu plushie pillow, and so I yeah. Love Gengar a lot. Haunter. It's almost like Hunter. I was like, man, that's so cool. It's like, it's me. <laughs> when I was a little kid. So well, I like Gengar as a pick. It's actually a pretty good pick. I like the uh, unique strategy of it. Yeah, he's a... Uh... Yeah, I feel like if you're facing Gengar, you don't really face Pokemon like that too often. Yeah, no, Gengar's really fast, hits super hard, just like Matt said, has a lot of different moves you can use. Solid pick. Put people, put people to sleep. Yep, hypnosis. Eat their dreams. That's the scariest move. Dream eaters. <laughs> Dream eaters a terrifying move. One minute you think you're winning, and then the next minute you're like, I'm dead, and he has full health. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a solid pick. All right, Keegan, pick three and four for you. Well, uh, actually, I'm going pretty kind of similar uh, strategy there. I'm taking uh, Alakazam at number nine. Oh, two like Psychotites. Uh, toss-up between Alakazam and Gengar for me. But... I know, when I said who, I was just like, oh, he was actually on my draft board. I was going to Gengar, Alakazam. Uh... I just feel like the psychic ghost Pokemon are just ones you're, you're like, you know, they're, they don't have basic attacks. So if I'm going to take on a Mewtwo or a Dragonite, kind of more of these in-between Pokemon, I need some, you know, strategy moves, some hybrid, some unique attacks. So when I got Mew and Alakazam, I feel like I got two of these, like, really unique Pokemon. Uh... Yeah, I I think Alakazam's really cool as well. Um, I I think I think uh, out of all the names, I mean, this has nothing to do with anything, but out of all the name schemes from like for evolutions, I like the Afro out of the Alakazam. I yeah, it's yeah, it's so clever. Yeah, I feel like uh, Alakazam's uh, predecessor is probably like one of the best uh, mid tier Pokemon too, Kadabra. Yeah, Abra, Abra's, Abra's one of the worst. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's a pesky little guy to catch, especially when he just has teleport. You don't catch it, it's just like, I'm out. Pieces out. So, uh, nothing much more we're going to say on Alakazam. Uh, I, like, I like the chances there. And then uh, with my 10th pick, um, kind of torn with this next one, but I'm going to go Articuno, uh, one of the legendary birds. Uh, I feel like I got my fire, so now I need some ice to uh, match it. I I think Articuno is interesting. He's not just a water Pokemon. He's he's ice. There's a distinction with, like, with that, right, Hunter? Yeah. So 
ice is probably one of the more unique types, would you say? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a strong offensively. It's weak defensively. But, yeah, it's a good choice. I got plenty of defense. <laughs> with, with my psychics, defense is taken care of. Uh, Articuno, I think, is really good in a battle because, you know, you think about if you freeze the Pokemon, uh, it gives you a little bit of time to uh, do some counter moves as well. Um, yeah, it's a legendary bird. Mm -hmm. um, my little Pokedex has it 6th overall rank, so I feel pretty good with the value of getting him at 10. Yep. Chills out in Seafoam Cave. Mm. Back in those that first generation. See, <laughs> I love that you know that reference. Very specific. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I feel pretty good with that. Solid picks. Alright, should we have Matt pick his fourth Pokemon? Ooh, I'm up again. You're up again? Just like that? Oh, boy. I am going to... See here. You know, this is a special treat, because I'm going to name my pick towards the end of it. And so, everybody who listened to our last, last podcast knows who I'm I'm going to pick. give him a very special shout-out. Um, arguably one of the most inspirational fictional characters. By far the most inspirational Pokemon character. Because he transforms from a fish that can do literally nothing. He is the worst Pokemon in the game to start. you got to grind. All he knows how to do is splash. Can't even tackle. It's Sea King. No, I'm just kidding. And then, next, and then next thing you know, the dude is a monster. Um, so with my fourth pick, um, I actually don't know. He becomes a dragon later on, but I think they make him a dragon type in the second generation. In the first generation, I think it's just water type. But regardless, still one of the better water types in the first generation. Um, I'm going to go with Gyarados. Ah, great pick. Good value. Clap in here. Gyarados is awesome. Super cool. And I, <clears throat> before this podcast, when I had my wife, I pulled up like a picture of all 150, one of the, of the first generation Pokemon. And I was like, all right, babe, pick six. What is your team? And she picked Gyarados as one of them. <laughs> and she also picked Charizard. So she did pretty well. Yeah. I'd say Gyarados. Yeah, Gyarados is probably in most people's top 10 favorite. Oh, so cool. Uh, probably the most overrated Pokemon in the game, but <laughs> still very cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. Still very cool, but uh, I just, you know, Gyarados is, doesn't like a lot of action. It's usually just hiding in the water. Uh it, it it plays a tough game, but uh, it still has it still has the magic carp in it. You can't forget that. It it's Anytime still within it. Anytime I ever played the game, he wasn't just like hiding in the water. I gotta use him every time. You're just you're going based off the show, and it's not realistic because we all know the games take precedent. Well, and Keegan doesn't even remember in the second one. 
where you go out to the lake and then you find a shiny red Gyarados and how he, iconic that moment was. He oh, said okay. Gyarados, not Red Gyarados. Because <laughs> Red Gyarados is the second generation, otherwise I would have picked Red Gyarados. <laughs> if it was Red Gyarados, I would have been fearful. But uh, I just remember how cool that was when I, I remember playing those second generation ones on my Game Boy and it like you had this red one, you could see it was red, and it had like the sparkle circle that came around it when you threw it out of the Pokeball for a battle. I was like, man, this is the coolest Pokemon ever. Keegan was the kind of Pokemon trainer that killed him for the experience. (laughs) 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 That's so good. That's so good. You're right, Matt, because I'm a winner, and just like my team's a winner. I'm not here to collect, I'm here to win. I'm not, I'm drafting to win. She better believe it. Uh, believe it. That's a that's a different anime reference. I mean, what do you what do you want here, Matt? You want me to just say a pat you on the back and say good pick every turn? I gotta come out with some unique angles. No, I appreciate the angles, even if they're bad, right? <laughs> Next podcast, we're gonna have to do the introductions, and we're gonna say Keegan skip call. Keegan skip call. <laughs> you can't call me skip call unless I like pick like Wigglytuff and be like, here's why Wigglytuff's actually a top five Pokemon. Oh man. No, you tried to argue that Venusaur was the equivalent of a six man, so it's pretty similar. I mean, I I I wouldn't have picked Venusaur yet. He'd be my sixth pick. Six man. Da-dum. Man. Man, oh man. Okay, Gyarados. Fourth pick. I like to pick. I'll stand with you on Gyarados. <laughs> I Who's up next? I'm up next. The double. And the double pick. Okay, so this is my fourth and my fifth pick. So with my fourth pick... I'm going to choose Arcanine. Its literal description in the Pokédex is the legendary Pokémon. And it is very majestic. It is such a cool Pokémon. Go ahead and fact check me, Keegan. Yeah, pull it up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up uh, Pokémon puppies, so you picked, <laughs> you picked up a puppy. Oh, no. I picked up a, a beast. That's what you I said about Dragonite, too. He was a puppy. <laughs> That you didn't have legendary one on your spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> so I choose Arcanine with my fourth one. Fire type, just like Charizard. Um, super cool. I just, so much nostalgia there. I was like, if there was, honestly, if there was like any Pokemon that I could just like take with me and like carry around, like if this was like real life, you can ride Arcanine. He's so cool that he would be my pick. So he's my fourth one. Mm. And then I chose Snorlax as my fifth one. The big boy. Putting us to sleep here. The (laughs) big boy. Oh man, does work. I'm going to be honest, I was given Keegan a hard time about this, but there were some times I killed Snorlax for the experience. (laughs) Because I I like never, I never put him in my lineup. I don't know, he just like wasn't cool to me. 
amusing. I mean, he's definitely a great pick, but I'd just be like, you know what? I'm not trying to catch this guy. It's going to take too long. I'm out of here. So I feel really good that the odds are even out here. Hunter picked the most unreliable Pokemon in the game to oh, battle so, for him. So reliable. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Well, think about it. Like, you have to face him twice in the games. And when you did have to face him when you had to wake him up, an absolute beast to deal with. You're like, oh, man, this guy hits hard and lives forever. Like, those, those two little boss battles they put in the game for you, it's really solid. I can't think of another Pokemon they, they set you up as a boss that you have to fight in order to proceed forward. Also, if you're talking about, like, if you're talking about just, like, winning a battle, having six Pokemon, right, and you already have, like, five really good Pokemon, um, I think he's a great pick, because, I mean, you can just put him out there and just throw some revives on all your other Pokemon and potions, and then by the time everybody else is healed up, Snorlax's HP is still, like, 50%. So, oh. He is just a brick wall. It's so wild. Or you could just fly over him with Charizard, <laughs> but <laughs> or with Articuno or Mew. So uh, that brick wall, I just my three Pokemon just gonna fly right over. Uh, I really like Snorlax. I think he's such a cool Pokemon. <laughs> and in German, his name is Relaxo. How sick is that? I think that's sick. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it does. I'm just blown away we're getting, like, what Pokemon mean in German now. Like, we Oh, are... man. Du hast. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel really good now here. with. I know he's got Mewtwo, but uh, someone's sleeping on the job. Oh, I, man. I love it. He does work. He sleeps... Every all the time outside of the battles, whatever I'm fine with. Great TV episode, I will say, for Snorlax <laughs> when he eats like all the uh, spikes or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, I like Snorlax. Good six man pick. This year's six pick. That's my fifth pick. Oh, I have one more. oh, yeah. Was, hmm. Okay. I was gonna say a good six pick, but yeah, it's your fifth pick, so maybe a little. Yeah, I mean, it's immune to Gengar. Oh, okay. You know, like it just, it, it's like a nice little core there because he's like, oh, I picked Gengar to hit Mewtwo. He can't even hit Snorlax. Maybe Matt's done playing Switzerland here now after that comment. <laughs> my, next, my, my, next, my next pick, and this was honestly my next pick in my head before you just made that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Will wreck Snorlax. <laughs> Is it Machamp? Yeah. <laughs> That's a solid choice. Isn't that such a map pick, Machamp? Machamp. That's a really good pick. A, I thought for a minute you said Matt Champ. Oh. <laughs> Matt may or may have not tried to name his son Machamp at one point. <laughs> the, the new one, the new one that I'm trying to get... My wife on board for if we have another boy. Is that one name of Maui? Oh, that's a cool name. Moana. Mo Maui Mickelson. Anyways, Machamp is by far the best rock type fighting, mainly fighting Pokemon, I feel like, in first generation. Um, and I needed somebody to take down Snorlax. So. Machamp, Machamp is arguably my favorite out of all of them. He's awesome, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. he's super cool. Um, super strong. I think his big downfall, um, 
is that he's not super effective against a lot of the stronger type Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, can just absolutely deal <coughs> out damage. He has some of the coolest moves, too. Yeah, Dynamic Punch, Cross Chop. So, so cool. Karate Chop, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, Machamp's a really solid pick. I think that's a pretty good pick. Uh, I think he'll help Dragonite out a lot. <laughs> you need to go play Pokemon again and get yourself a Dragonite. Dude, Dragonite. I, I, I think Keegan just didn't take the time to get it, so he just has no idea of just the sheer power no, Dragonite has. I gotta play my narrative so the listeners the whole time are like, Dragonite's soft! <laughs> pick! Even the Japanese website, who arguably understands Pokemon better than any other country, <laughs> said he's the second strongest. It was a clear choice. Oh, the Japanese are right about everything, so... Who, who did they say was the first? Mewtwo. Yeah. Oh. Where did they put Mew? Uh, Mew? Uh-huh. Right after Venusaur. Oh, Mew- <laughs> Mew's number three. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. So... So then that made sense. I picked first, Matt picked second, you picked third? But, uh, their number four has not been picked, and guess who's gonna pick them? Go ahead. How? Go ahead how ahead and pick your Moltres. You know what? How? You have to admit, that's great value. Dude, you are, you have Charizard, which is the same, yeah. the same Pokemon. Okay. It's a, it's a great value version of Charizard. <laughs> Diet, Diet Charizard. <laughs> okay, let me put it this way. I'm not gonna make the. I'm gonna go with another basketball analogy. I'm not gonna be the Blazers who are like, we already have Clyde Drexler. We're not gonna take Michael Jordan. We're gonna go with Sam Bowie. No, give me, give me talent. You want to face Charizard and Moltres? I think. Is, even though I'm not the biggest Michael Jordan fan, I'm kind of offended that he just compared Moltres to Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's a hothead. What else do you want? Oh, man. I, I, it's crazy you picked Charizard twice. Okay, do you want to face two Charizards? Uh, it's, yeah. Charizard can die at Charizard, no problem. <laughs> die at Charizard. Okay, but I have Articuno coming at you, too. Be dead before we can get to that point. Oh my gosh. Oh man, it's crazy. Zapdos slaps all three of those so hard. He's ranked higher over Zapdos. Oh man. I have two legendary birds here. I got the world's favorite Pokemon. I got the original psychic Pokemon. You're like the bird lady in Home Alone 2. What? <laughs> <laughs> just just at one with the birds. He's like, you know, I just got my birds. How are people going to beat with my birds? Charizard's a dragon! Breaking news, with the sixth pick, Keegan picks Pidgey. Pidgey? <laughs> <laughs> he picks Pidgey out? That'd be hilarious. Oh, you can't pick another bird. We are. He, he's picked... He The only one he's picked that's not a bird is Alakazam. And Charizard! <laughs> Charizard is a bird. He's a dragon! <laughs> it's a bird, he's got wings and he flies. So then, so then Dragonite's a bird. I know he is. He's not. He's he's the the <laughs> oh my gosh. He's the bird team. Okay, well, I've never... Good luck. Laugh. 
Oh, bird gang. Like, there's no even, like, if Moltres comes at Snorlax or Machamp, it's over. <clears throat> they would be burnt to a crisp. Oh, I have thick fat, though. You have what? He's, he's got some thick fat. Oh, no, he'd be burnt. <laughs> Literally, Machamp would melt, and it would be gruesome. Machamp, he just throws lava over your whole <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Anyways, all right. I'm not a, all, of your, all of your picks have been good until this point, except for that one. Diet Charizard that. is hilarious. That is so funny. He's actually, he's actually value. He's probably better than Charizard if we're being real. But no, stop, stop there. No, Skip. no, no. Skip. <laughs> no, Skip. Well, uh, well, I'm not going to leave this next one down now. Okay. So, uh, I'm going with Aero Aerodactyl. Oh, like, another <laughs> bird day. <laughs> bird man, come on. Bird game. Bird Alright, let me, let me tell you why I picked Aerodactyl. I'm calling you bird man from here on out. I, I don't know if I can ever refer to your name as Keegan ever again. That's fine. Larry Bird, I had pretty high up on my original... Top 10, so we can go with that. <laughs> Aerodactyl is a rock f flying Pokemon. He's also an ancient fossilized Pokemon. Uh, very unique. Pretty hard to find in the game, isn't he? Um, no. What? You get him for free. You don't even have to catch it. You get you, a fossil, and then you go exchange you go, it, right? Right, and you go and revive it. Oh, that's true. Okay, but... There's only like, one of them. Level is just rare. as free. He's just as free as the other two. He's rare. Easy to get, but rare. He is a pain to fight. I get the rock that helps fight with the water. So I just feel like a team flying everywhere with Alakazam kind of as my, like, Playing the center, I have like a really spread offense. It's like, well, I got all these dragons and birds flying around, and I got Alakazam in the middle, kind of like letting things happen and you know, calling the plays to take on uh, Hunter's team. Uh, Matt's team's already down. <laughs> okay, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> your birds, your birds swarming everywhere. You're scared. Mewtwo's good, but like if he's dealing with birds all over, good luck. <laughs> oh man! <good. laughs> all right, I can't believe he picked another bird. I didn't think he was going to do it. He totally did it. But I, I was wondering where he's going to pick the Aerodactyl. Yeah, he's I actually I like the Aerodactyl pick. I'm not a I'm not a fan of the Moltres pick. You had Charizard, but I like Aerodactyl. He's better than Omastar for sure. <laughs> Yeah, just so everyone knows, before the podcast, Keegan talked about how he loves Amistar. He was like, oh, no, oh, if I, I get a chance to draft him, I'm going to pick him. He's the best pick. I'm kind of shocked I didn't pick him. Right, Matt? I'm shocked. It's fake news. <laughs> it's fake news. But, now uh, but he's not a bird. So <laughs> it makes more sense to yeah, good point. I didn't know about I didn't know about the bird thing that Keegan had going on. Oh my gosh! It's very it's very. To be fair, you look the most like a gym leader out of all of us. 
<laughs> Got a really good theme going on. There's some nice looking gym leaders, so I'm just saying. Bird gang. I think you met with your, your bird I know. I was just going along. <laughs> bird gang. Bird but I gang. Will, I will say this, though. It's it's kind of ironic, though. Don't you think, Hunter, that he only picked birds, but yet I still have the strongest bird? Yeah, that's a good point. Number two on the list that he's using to gauge strength. So Yeah, but it's the softest bird. <laughs> I don't know. If the wind gust comes up, Ultra's might blow away. You know what? You know what? Dragonite rhymes with light, like soft, like weak. Light, like Diet Coke. Light. It's just like eh, light. Dragonite. It's like kind of like a eh, a light version of a dragon. You can get over it. <laughs> was that your sixth oh. pick, Keegan? That was his sixth pick. Yeah. Alright, so I have, I just have one more, yeah? Yeah. I, I should have been taking those, I don't even remember what I picked. So you picked Dragonite, Venusaur, Gengar, Gyarados, and Machamp. Uh, you forgot he, you forgot he picked Tangela, too. I need a, <laughs> need a good fire, uh... Is there any good fire left here? Nine Tails. That was my sixth pick. <laughs> Nine Tails. Dude, he's legit, man. Yeah, if you're doing like a physique contest for Pokemon. I tells is legit. That's my last bit. I mean, I don't really have much to say. I will say this: if we're doing like a like walk down runway contest, Matt's team wins. It's the best looking team. You got Nine Tails walking down, Machamp, Gyarados. You know, Gengar. It's like, wow, that's a nice-looking bunch. It's kind of funny, because not too long ago, you are talking about how Gyarados never came out of hiding, but now he's <laughs> running down a runway. <laughs> so. uh, I mean, Ninetales, he was the best fire Pokemon left. I mean, mm. definitely not super happy with that pick, so I needed a fire. <laughs> but he's still, I mean, he's still good. I mean, he's not bad. Any uh, honorable mention fire Pokemon you could think of? I have one I would have picked over him. Flareon? Flareon? All, all of those. Rabidash? Magmar? No. Hey, Magmar can go can go the distance with Charizard. Don't, That's for what it's worth. Just because of that reasoning alone is why Hunter and I will both be you, because that's your best Pokemon. <laughs> no, that's an untrained Charizard. It's an untrained Charizard. Alright, Hunter. Take it away with your last pick, sir. Okay. Um, with my last pick, I'm going to choose Nidoking. Oh, dang. That's pretty good. I'll choose Nidoking. Although Nidoking's better, but... Yes. True. Oh! Their color is purple, so I'm going to go with Nidoking. Interesting. Yep. So really like Nidoking. Hits... Really hard. It's really hard. You can get them super early in the games. Like, you can have a Nidoking right after Brock, which is crazy. And, I mean, you can just run through the whole rest of the game with that bad boy. 
I I don't have much to say other than he picked the lesser version. So how does that look for his team? Uh, I think his team. I think Mewtwo is pretty pissed right now. Like, what is this guy doing? We picked a lesser Pokemon. I'm not even gonna try as hard. Maybe why, I. Why is Neo Queen better? Okay, Matt. One thing we have to consider is: Is Hunter really the coach of this team if Mewtwo's on his team? <laughs> It's like any LeBron James team that coaches their own event. So, Hunter, Tyrone, Lou? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will say this. I will say this. And this is like just honest opinion, right? I think I think Mewtwo is upset because I think I think picks one through four, he's like, yeah, I'm like, here we go. Easy. And then picks five and six, he's like, coach, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think my last two picks, I feel like they really round out they round out the team super well. Mm. I love those picks. Man, if this team is racing, they're in trouble. Snorlax and Neo King? <laughs> Where do Pokemon go for races? They go for battles. <laughs> this is a long battle. He goes Oh yeah, if we're going if they're running for a marathon, they're gonna really struggle. <laughs> Keegan has them flying around, running down runways, swimming contests, marathons. Seriously, have you got Pokemon flying all over? How are you going to attack them? Mewtwo King attacks, all my Pokemon just fly up. Mewtwo just puts his finger, or sticks his hand out with his three little E.T. fingers, just levitates them down, drops them out of the air. And then Mew levitates them back up. (laughs) And then Matt's team's just taking the blast the whole time. <laughs> You're all hiding out in the water with Gyarados. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you do have the soft Dragonite, so I'm sure Dragonite would feel very comfortable hiding with Gyarados. Dude, Dragonite would just full up. We got Dragonite and Venusaur. Dragonite with the Hyper Beam and Venusaur with the Solar Beam. Just straight up in the sky, you guys are going. Um, the Beam Brothers. Ooh, I like it. The Beam Brothers. Yeah, somehow Matt picked the softest Pokemon. <laughs> Venusaur, Dragonite, Gyarados. Oh, Machamp. Machamp's a good pick. He brings the toughness out. Dragon, you Dude, Gyarados is not soft. Dragonite may like look soft, but Dragonite is one of the hardest hitting OP Pokemon out there. I don't care what you say. Even the <laughs> Japanese agree. <laughs> and then nine tails. That's like I know that was a bad pick, but that was the last pick. <laughs> I like, to pick it. I mean, after the, <laughs> the problem is though is when we're up facing each other. Like I'm not gonna even have to bring him in. He's just support. He's just there. Imagine Moltres going over at nine tails. It's like, oh, sorry, nine tails. Nine tails would just blow, and then he, Moltres would fly away in the wind. Diet, diet Charizard. Oh Diet Charizard. I, that's. I can't get over that. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. Diet Charizard is legit. You <laughs> picked Charizard twice. Even if your offensive name of him is true, which it's not, but even if it is. It's like it's like Keegan. Is, they're like, hey, what do you want to drink? You're like, I want a Dr. Pepper, and I'd also like a Mr. Pip. I think I would really like both of those to, to drink. Okay, but picking Venusaur is like, get me a Sprite Zero. <laughs> I, I I like Venusaur as a pick. I think you can't go wrong picking any of the starters. But 
I mean, he's a good pick, but I mean, with your fifth pick? Man. Well, uh, any honorable mention, Hunter, that you think we should mention? Um, I think Lapras is a really good pick. Gollum, Golem is a really good pick. I think Pidgeot is a solid pick. Pidgeot? Like, uh-huh. Raichu, I think is a solid one. Yeah, I think any, any really besides the bugs, if there's like three evolutions, you can't really go wrong with that. Pidgeot's a solid pick. Uh, Kangaskhan, really cool. Yeah, that's a good pick. That was on one of my on my list. Yeah, so I think those are some of my I think honorable mentions. I think that are really really solid. What about you, Matt? Any you think are worth mentioning? Uh, let me go through Keegan's honorable mentions first. Pidgeot, Sparrow, <laughs> Gosh. Duck, Duck, Duck Trio, <laughs> Duck Trio. Duck Trio's not a bird. Oh, oh, he, what, what's what? He's totally a bird. Oh, I was thinking it. The guy's an ostrich. Oh, no, no, no. I was getting confused with uh, the the ground one. Oh. Doug Trio. No, Doug Trio. Did he say Doug Trio? What's the. What's no, the no he, sa- he said Doe I thought he said Doe Trio. I thought he was referring to the bird. I thought he said yeah. Doug Trio, but yeah. Uh, so those are all uh, Zubat. Is another one for Keegan. Beedrill. Might be up there. Did I get them all? No. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. Um, oh, Farfetch'd. You forgot Farfetch'd. Ooh, Farfetch'd. The duck. Yeah. Because after we get through the birds, we can fly. We're getting into the birds. <laughs> oh. I thought um, Matt's honorable mentions would be like some of the soft ones, like Jigglypuff, <laughs> um, Chancy, yeah, Chancy, Nidoking. No, yeah. I mean, other than a few of the the honorable mentions that um, uh, Hunter just mentioned, really the only one I would probably add is Polyrath. Uh, yeah, um, I feel like I feel like if I if I did it start with Blastoise, I would try and get a, a Poliwag early on in the game and evolve him, and he would always kind of be my Blastoise 2.0 if I, if I didn't have a Blastoise. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I feel like any of Eevee's uh, ones uh, that it can evolve to are pretty good honorable mentions, like Jolteon, Flareon, Vaporeon. Mm-hmm. I think they're all pretty solid. Um, I like Hypno as another, you know, trendy one, kind of like a Gengar Alakazam. He's probably the next best psychic one available. Dude, you almost said Sleeper Pig, and I think that's a cool way to refer to him. Sleeper Pig, there you go. Um, I'm trying to think. Muck? Muck's not bad. Probably the strongest, oh, probably the best poison Pokemon, right? No, Gengar is. Oh, yeah, I guess. Gengar, and then probably Nidoking. Or Victory Bell. Uh, uh, Venusaur is also a poison type. Yeah, it won't matter once it's burnt, though. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, we have our teams. We will post them. Tell us 
whose team is best? You have the uh, Mewtwo and the rest of the team. You have the awesome dragons and birds and psychics. Or you have, the, you know, the kind of soft team for your options. Uh, any last thoughts from either of you about Pokemon in general? <laughs> um, probably one of the most popular games of all time and has grossed, I think it's grossed more money than uh, Marvel has, if I remember right. It has. So Pokemon is just here to stay. And I can't think of many other games that have created an asset that you can own with the Pokemon cards. Yeah, I, for me, it's just such a childhood thing. It's like, like I said, I have my Game Boy Color with my Pokemon games. I still have my cards. And, you know, Pokemon Go was really this kind of fun little era where it kind of brought back the nostalgia. I remember being in my apartment and there was like a Pokemon in my bedroom. I was like, whoa! And then, funniest thing is, we went to this like little garden area uh, on the college complex, and there were hundreds of people outside playing Pokemon Go. Just hilarious. Just kind of like the generation thing. Like, everyone's back. Uh, Matt was actually in my econ class. Matt, I don't know if you remember, but like half the class was gone the day after Pokemon Go came out. And the teacher was like, that. teacher's like, where is everyone? <laughs> and like, they're playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Our yeah, that was funny. And then uh, Matt, I give you the floor on the the last Pokemon story that the uh, the power of Pokemon in marriage. The power of Pokemon. Um, we we all there were six of us, right? Me and Keegan were were two of the people living in a particular apartment. And I, one night, was playing Pokemon on my computer. I found, like, a website. You could play any Pokemon game. Um, then when you were done, you just save it as a file, right? And then the next day, you open it up. You click on that file and start playing Pokemon. And I was the only one at the time who was engaged out of the, the six of us, right? Um, one of my good friends, Josh, comes in one day. What are you doing? Well, I was always playing Pokemon. So Josh starts to play Pokemon. I show him how to do it. And a couple weeks later, Josh comes in. He's like, you guys won't believe it. I'm engaged. I was like, no way. So, didn't really think much of it. And then, were you next in line, Keegan? No, uh, Adam. I think Adam was oh. engaged. Right? Oh, Adam was engaged. So, yeah, me and Adam were the ones who were, were playing it. Um, then Josh and then Keegan jumped in, started playing Pokemon, and at the time, Keegan, you started, uh, you were talking to Amber, but it wasn't super serious, was it? Or you had dated a little bit before? Uh, that's a, that's another podcast, but no, we were not dating. Yeah, I don't want to say anything that will put you in the doghouse. No, no. Flirty friends, you could call it. Oh, okay. And then um, <laughs> Keegan starts playing Pokemon. Things start going really well with Amber all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm like, really guys, well. I think possible will be dating when she gets back and... What do you know? They started dating, and then we, we had one. We had one other roommate at the time who we convinced him that playing Pokemon would lead to a relationship, and he didn't believe us. 
and he was struggling with dating, and then he started playing Pokemon, and the next week, he got a girlfriend. <laughs> a couple months later, ended up marrying her, and there was one person, <laughs> there was one person who would not play Pokemon. I got married, so I moved out, and I remember a couple months later, I hear that this individual who started playing Pokemon, and I was like, it's time. It's time. It's time. Next thing I know, a couple months later, boom, engaged, you get married. <laughs> The power of Pokemon. And the tradition continued. Oh, man. Nobody started a relationship, except for those of us who were already engaged, until they started playing Pokemon. All got married. We had, like, a barbecue three months later with, like, everyone married. We called it the Pokemon Hall of Fame barbecue. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, uh... And then, Matt, as you know this, uh, I told my other roommates about this, and they started playing Pokemon. Matt Camlin, who we had on the podcast, played Pokemon. He started playing, got a girlfriend, married her. Uh, I had one roommate who did not believe in the power of Pokemon, and he he's like, if a girl doesn't show up at this door right this second, I don't believe in it. And this is going to sound made up. He opened the door, and a girl was right at the door when he said Stop that. Stop it. And we just started dying. And it was like, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. So. Oh my goodness. It's a real story. 100% confirmed. It was incredible. <laughs> That's such a cool story. <laughs> There's not a lot of things I believe in, but Pokemon is definitely one of the most confirmed things I have in this life that is a true power. Man. It's one of those things, like, and you can go on and on, I won't go into it too much, but, like, the nostalgia and, like, some of the feelings that you got as a kid, whether it was, like, catching a Pokemon or you opened up a pack of cards and, you know, got the card you wanted or just playing with your friends. Like, you know, I played with my friends during the summer. Um, I mean, I have a lot of good memories with Pokemon. Um, arguably, it's probably my favorite franchise. And obviously, the numbers speak for themselves. One of the most successful franchises in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't get any better than Pokemon. It, it's kind of what started uh, criminals too. They're probably their first crime ever was stealing Pokemon cards, and then from there, it kind of just steamrolled down to worse crimes. But it all starts with uh, stealing Pokemon cards, which was like the cardinal sin. Was just like. Um. Yeah, there's there's a lot you can go with it. Uh, I'm sure if we have some avid listeners, they're like, these guys don't know Pokemon. They don't even follow the all eight generations. Oh well, sorry. Get mad at me. Get mad at us. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm sure we can touch on another pod about Pokemon. There's a lot of angles we can go with this. But yeah, we could do like uh, top ten best bird Pokemon and have Keegan lead the way. Yeah, we just we just draft my team, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have today on the socialist. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Got to catch them all. Now catch this podcast. Thanks everyone.